Left. You've got the worst three together, just to let you know. Have I? Yeah, I don't know. I've got the girls later, so the boys first. Got it. Girls are boring. <laughs> they not want to mix you up. That's sad. <laughs> Daniel, boys and his boys. Yay! Who's <laughs> in his contract? <laughs> <laughs> How are you all doing? Have we started? Yeah. No. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Right, we started. Look at me. So funny. Well, yeah. start whatever you want. Hello. We'd like to start. What are we saying? Action. Action. <laughs> Action. Go. Go. This is your TV coming out, isn't it? He is. needs to be told, is it? Hi, I'm Ollie Savile, and I play Wizard. <laughs> Hi, I'm John Montague, and I play Mental. <laughs> Hello, I'm Daniel Boys, and I play Marvin. <laughs> this is incredible. It is amazing show. Falsettos. Falsettos, yeah. Here at the Other Palace. Yeah. Yeah. You're the only one that's worked here before. You did Miss Atomic Bomb. Have you yeah. done I've, show? I've done concerts here, I've never done a show here. You did. Um, You're in town. Did you? Mm. Yes, of course, before it transferred. Yeah, but I was, uh, that was back in the days, I was, I was a swing. <laughs> and I covered every part in the show, but yeah, it was great. I loved it. That was like the, I think that was like the first one that sort of set the, the musicals coming to the other palace, actually. Yeah. It wasn't St. James's then, but yeah. That was the first oh, big yeah, one I remember. It's I don't the first remember. Time I came here yeah, because Atomic Bomb was about a year, a year after. Before I think I don't even know. It was still other palette. Uh, St James's. St James's. Yeah, I think that was the first one. So it's yeah. nice to be back. Yes. Yeah. It's lovely. Does it feel different? It's nice to be in a smaller cast back there. Oh yeah, you had a lot of people. Because it's. I think yours. Was I had about. 12 of us in one dressing room. For those who don't know, yeah. there's two dressing rooms here and they're very small. So for us, there's only yeah. four of us this time. Last time, we were literally like yeah, this. Right. Hi, now yeah. we're like this. Three yeah. too many for me, like, so. <laughs> <laughs> You've not got enough mirrors, though, have you? You need, you need quite a few. Ollie needs quite a few. Um, who's the messiest? Uh, Probably me. No, Matt. Matt McKenna. The, oh, he sits in the middle of the oh. here. But then Matt's kind of like got, he has to have part of us, doesn't he? Yeah, I'm all on my part. own on one side. <laughs> Dressing room number one. Yeah. He's got to show his long. With a screen the, down the, the side. <laughs> yeah. So does Matt cover all three of you? Yeah, yeah. bless him. And, he's and has he been on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's yeah. all three. Yes, they are. Don't know how he does it. Amazing. Yeah. He's, he's doing an amazing job. Incredible job. So for anybody who doesn't know the show, sum it up for me. Daniel? Yeah. <laughs> Go on, Marvin. You're so good though. You, Dan basically, good. Marvin opens the show and it's sort of with what he sings at the beginning explains pretty much what happens. So yeah. we just go, Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> so I open the show, I don't know, we all open the show, there's four G's in a room bitching. Fantastic, funny song. And then you meet Marvin and basically I set up the synopsis by saying, I have divorced my wife and I've left my child. So I've left them, divorced them, and I've run off with my best friend, Ollie, who plays Wizard. And that is basically, I tell the audience that straight away. And now we're gonna meet everyone and this is how we deal with it. And the, the show is about uh, that family unit, how it's dealing with it, this unconventional lifestyle, because it's set in uh, the end of the 70s, early 80s. Very different to now. Um, we're a Jewish family. We've got a, a psychiatrist uh, who, without, there's no spoilers, is there? So no, I run over, the, only, we don't need to talk about much about two, do we? No, but no. you find out pretty early on that um, Trina, Laura Pickleford's character, runs off with yes, with Mendel. me. Yeah. So yeah. I leave her, and she goes off with my therapist. <laughs> That's so really all about, yeah. That it's all about it's all about the relationships and how it's seen through Marvin's eyes, how it's seen through our the child's eyes. Jason, we have four great children in the yeah. cast who are a big part of the show. Um, and it's nice to do like a well, you know it's a five hundred in the first half, and then mm -hmm. a seven hundred in the second half. You have. Gemma and Tash, who play the wonderful lesbians from next door, they join us in the second half. So yeah, it kind of yeah, covers all bases, don't they? Yeah, it's lazy. <laughs> <laughs> and how is it working with the kids again? You've Awful. come from the school of rock. Awful. <laughs> it's so horrible. Don't work with animal, animals, children, just animal. or Daniel just animals. Was <laughs> <laughs> singular animal. No, it's amazing. I mean, and yeah, the kids are they're great, and they they actually give us energy. So you've got four that alternate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they're all very different. They did two Massively a week. different. Um, one's really good. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're all brilliant. They're all really individual in their own way. Um, I just shouldn't speak. 
they are brilliant. Yeah, you shouldn't speak of it. They really are great. And They're like, amazing. Like um, he said, they all bring their own personality and individuality to the character, which is wonderful for us, uh, especially uh, Laura and myself who play the parents, because we have to adjust every day. We've got, oh, it's this child, it's this, he's going to play like this, he's going to play like this. And it's just, it's yeah, wonderful. He doesn't put the box in that place. <laughs> and I'm like, it's, it's great. And they're wonderful, lovely children as well. Let's talk about the ladies. Have you worked with Tash no, before? I've w- yeah, I did uh, Funny, Funny Girl. Girl. Back in the, well, I'd say back in the, like two years. Did you work with Gemma? Back in the, darling. When I was, um, <laughs> yeah, I've worked with Gemma. Yeah. Gemma Knight Jones is my tour wife. I did Sister Act tour with Gemma. Oh. Yeah, so it was about eight years ago with Gemma, and then obviously, most recently, sort of Tash, and never with. I mean, never with Laura, but I don't really want to work with her again. <laughs> She's just not very good it's in the show. She can't, she can't sing, act, she can't do anything. It's unbelievable how someone untalented has made it this far. Has made it this yeah. far. And got an Olivier nom as well. Uh, yeah. It's unbelievable. But yeah. And have any of you worked together? Or did you know each other before? <laughs> we did. We, how do we know each other? So we did, we did a, a concert of Tommy together, which we keep forgetting that each other was in when we talk about it. It was a one night at the Prince Edward. We just forgot. We keep forgetting that we're actually and we keep forgetting in, it they're in it. And we're both like, yeah, I was in it. I was like, oh. Um, but it was a wonderful memory for us, wasn't it? We rehearsed it for three weeks. We did one <laughs> did night. One night yeah. yeah, it didn't sell very well. But it was funny. Yeah. It was a great cast, actually. It was, it was a really good cast. I was in it. Um, you were in it. <laughs> Thank you. And, um, <laughs> and Oliver Saville. West End's Ollie Saville. <laughs> um, me Don't know. <laughs> You've what? worked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually did Panto with uh, Chris Dan's better half. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's rude. So I'm joking, but I obviously knew Dan Boys was. I see. And we but auditioned yeah. a lot together. We auditioned. Like, we, me and John know each other just through yeah auditions. Because I'm always in friends. the same. I'm always in the same casting bracket as Ollie. Yeah. Um, you're beautiful. <laughs> Why are you both laughing? I'm not laughing. Honestly, this is what I have to deal with. Um, you know, beautiful leading man, very well hung. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing that came to my mind. How bad is that? Uh, but very, you know, very masculine and great, great body. And obviously, we're in the same. Case. Usually, a bit more work there. Um, yeah, we're never up for the same thing. I'm no, working. You're t- <laughs> I'm bubbly, so I've worked you- a lot. Um, <laughs> he's not. But yeah, so we we all sort of know each other anyway. Yeah. And I don't. I work with Tash. Me and Tash did uh, Mac and Mabel together with London Musical Theatre Orchestra. But I got brought in at the last minute. I think somebody dropped out, so I played uh, a 65-year-old director. So I sat there. It was a concert version. So I sat there in a tux for like. Was I unavailable? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it, for like an hour and a half while she sang Mabel yeah. beautifully and didn't do anything. Everyone's like, "Who is that dude at the end <laughs> there in a tux? He's not done anything yet." Yeah, it's nice to be. It's nice to be part of a cast of people that you really get on with, and also people that are really good. Like, you know, we're very fortunate. I'm very fortunate. For me personally, I, I sometimes look across stage and everyone's just very good at their job. And, you know, I've been in work where that's not necessarily always the case. <laughs> there we go. So speaking of directors, let's talk about Tara. She's got a cracking CV, hasn't she? I she mean, has. What's she been to, like, to work with? An absolute dream. Yeah. Lovely woman. For me, I like I like sung at her wedding and stuff. So really? um, for her to get a platform to sound kind of, she's she's uh, an amazing associate. And um, we met on Sister Act with yeah. with Gemma and the musical supervisors Mark and uh, Andrew. So I've known Tara for a long time. Um, I think all of us would probably be in agreement. We would have loved a bit more time on the piece. Um, She'd and, agree with that. You know, yeah. just, it was a bit. It's a piece. It was yeah. it was it was a big show to kind of do in four weeks, and I sort of kind of got brought in two weeks after and it was just it was just a lot for everyone I think so um I think if she's done a cracking job within within the time that we've had to deal with it all and we've essentially done two musicals in the space yeah. of doing one musical yeah it's been a lot yeah, 42 um, songs yeah it's just that's you know average what 17 to 18 songs in a musical and there's 42 yeah. granted some are quite short but none of them are easy no, not so at all. it's uh, as, as much as having to get you know, direction across and, and storytelling, mm-hmm. we've had to learn it, which has took the bulk of the time because it was an absolute nightmare. And actually, for the first two weeks of us being open, previews was just a memory test. Yeah. It was terrifying. Yeah. So, uh, but she's always in. She's always in bit by bit. Mm-hmm. It's quite sporadically kind of just, you know, planting the seeds of little bits that might have gone 
a bit haywire from what we originally spoke about, but I think she's done a great job. So, and she's lovely, and she's been so, so accommodating as well. Yeah. So the girls will talk about yeah. it. So we've got a lot of mothers in the yeah. cast, and she's Amazing. just been like with the scheduling. You know, people if people weren't being used, they weren't in. We we did this uh, sort of like at the first week. We did Joel wasn't a part of this, unfortunately. We did like a a, a condensed down version of rehearsals. So we did the same hours, but we just did it. What was it? Eleven till eleven till four was it? Five, so wasn't it? I, I can't remember because there was no lunch break. Oh, no lunch break. She just worked straight through. So oh, it was great that people would care. Yeah. yeah, so for the mothers, it was great. And, and I lived 10 minutes away. So it was great. <laughs> and then I came in and messed it all up, really. <laughs> well, we just ruined out. Just yeah. We needed those extra couple um, of hours. Yeah. But she's, she's done a great. I mean, I think for all of us, and not just her, I think the whole team, the cast, for the amount of time we've been given, I think what we've produced has been wonderful. And that sounds like a bit of a, um, a downplay of what we're doing, but it's just because it's such a mammoth piece. Yeah. And it's so intricate in places that we've we've kind of had to try and discover that ourselves yeah. in places as well because we just didn't have the time of the depth. Or and having two days to test yeah. is ridiculous. It's just should we're just moaning about it. Yeah. 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 Come yeah. see, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's two days to say We did it in two days. Yeah. Um, just fixing light and stuff now. Six yeah. weeks in. Yeah, <laughs> so we are. But the reception we've got from the show, considering how we felt the very first time it went up. It's been unbelievable. It's been so lovely. So, yeah. Yeah. how yeah. have the audiences been? Because that's quite a poignant yeah. ending, doesn't it? It does have quite a poignant ending. It's been it's amazing to go on that journey, isn't it? With them, I, I've, my character doesn't leave the stage for the last forty minutes, thirty eight minutes. <laughs> um, so it's uh, to get to see the sort of the journey that the audience gets to go. It's mm. why we do it. Yeah, that's absolutely why we do it. So yeah, these amazing. boys have a tough. They these guys have a tough job compared to me. I'm like, oh, just you know do a cartwheel and make people laugh which is essentially <laughs> what That's the gig is for me um, but yeah they I mean it, it, it is emotional it is emotional for especially for these two towards the end um, no spoilers but, but, but the audiences have been amazing and yeah, really here, here's a funny theatre because you, there's no stage door um, so everybody's in the foyer when you come out and just hearing what people have to say about it is just really and, lovely and you can hear the reactions a lot more though because, yeah. of, the, because of how close you are you know, I mean, there's sometimes you hear people absolutely oh, just like wailing, wailing yeah. or laughing. Or, you know, it's just so it's really prominent. So it, it helps us a bit. You see, just all like doing this with each yeah. other, watching. That's it's just me on stage. It's <laughs> just <laughs> you on stage. I remember my next met. Yeah. But no, it's it's amazing, and the, the stories people are telling us how much it means to them, and that they relate to it so much, especially teenagers, which surprises mm. me actually mm. with this show. But yeah, teenagers seem to be the fansettos. Yeah, the fansettos. Because the original, it was the first part was originally written in 1979, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then there was two other parts developed later on. It's over later. 40 years, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, they put it all together. The first half's 79, the second half's 81. But there was yeah, another right, one yeah. called. I was going to say the wrong trousers. That's the Wallace and Gromit. No, there's something something separate. about the trousers or in, in the trousers. In trousers. Yeah. That was the first. That's a prequel to this. Oh which, really? Yeah. I mean, and there we I all thought it would have been Lord yeah. of the Rings with three acts, isn't it? <laughs> Let's shove it in. Why not? While we're here, we might as well. So I think yeah. I think what's they then took some of that and put it into March the Rosettos. So back then it was quite groundbreaking for its oh, time, absolutely, because of the themes. Yeah, it was before Angels in America. It was yeah, before Rent. Rent. I think it was one of the first pieces to deal with this, uh, the backdrop of the AIDS epidemic. So it was a hugely important show. And obviously the landscape of the, the AIDS crisis has changed significantly since then, but how important is it that these stories still get told? Well, going back to how the people react, we, I, what moves me more than anything is seeing an older generation of men in the audience sobbing. One the other day had to leave because he was so, he was yeah. just crying and just got yeah. up and left. And to me that means, you know, it's obviously still very raw to them. They obviously lost people, and they—I mean—we can't begin to imagine. All we could do is research, and that's what we did. We did a lot of research, looked at photographs, looked at interviews with people, and so all we can do is try and tell a, a, the true story of how it was. But we—we we didn't live through it, so we don't know. I mean, I was a child during the eighties. I remember all the adverts, but not really understanding what it was going on. Um, so yeah, seeing these these men who are incredibly moved by what we're doing—it's obviously—it's very relevant. And it's still important. Yeah, people now live with AIDS and HIV, but back then, no, that's not the case. That wasn't the case. And it's like history, isn't it? You yeah. know, you just got it. And it's unfortunately very, I say, local history. Like, you know, it's, it wasn't that long ago. 
no. at all. And it's terrifying what people went through at that time. Just the, the un- unknown, the complete Yeah, unknown. that's what gets me. Take this drug because we think it'll make you better. I don't know mm. what it's going to do to you. <laughs> okay, you just, you know, it was horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. It's that, it's that like, Ali just hit it on the head. It's the fear of the unknown. Mm. Like, I, I, I've only just been educated in how much they really didn't know about it, especially because the um, Gemma's character, who's the Doctor Charlotte, she sings a song in the show that is quite relevant to it, but it's, it's the not knowing of what this, this disease is and why it's affecting the community so much, why it's affecting the world, and especially the gay community in that time. And it's still, it's, of course it's still important that we tell this story massively. Um, I think it always will be. I've said in a few interviews, it's a, a show that was ahead of its time mm-hmm. back then, and I think it's still so relevant now. Yeah, massive. Even with the whole coming out to your family thing, mm-hmm. as much as now it's a lot more widely accepted, it's still not. It's not at all in our very small part of the world, maybe. But even then, it's not. It's it's difficult. People. Are still yeah, difficult. it was definitely ahead of its time because I mean, like having a small child in the yeah. show that has a gay father that was in a heterosexual relationship, and then you have, and then he has to involve his world of having his father in a gay relationship. You know, his father's two best mates being a lesbian relationship, and then his mother being a heterosexual. Like he, he kind of has the best of every world in one sense, but has to get used to it in that timing, which. Now is is normal, you know. Now it's normal for a child to yeah. have two mums or two dads, um, but you know, still not as normal as we'd like mm. it to be. Is it? No, but no, still, not yeah. at all. Yeah, but it's it's getting more it's accepted. Isn't it? it's, it's a lot more yeah. acceptable around around the world now, which is good. And yeah, and yeah, we're forty years after it was originally written, and only one day after Northern Ireland. I know. As yeah. you have to say changed that, yeah. the laws on yeah. same-sex marriage. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like crazy, it? tiny part. We're in London, where you know yeah. you can be whoever you want to be, but you know you go out it's sort of not that far away over an ocean, a very small ocean. Not even over an ocean. Well, no. <laughs> and how's it been for you playing a gay character? Do you feel a responsibility? Yeah, uh, we chatted about it in, re- in rehearsals. I was ter- actually thought when I got offered the part, is this is this okay? <laughs> it, I was terrified because I was like, what if I don't do it justice? I'm not gay. I don't know what it's like to be gay. I know what it's like That's to... That's a lie. <laughs> I've tried to teach him. I know what we it's like. We keep kissing the wings all the time and he's just like, oh, this is... Yeah, right, so. I know what it's not like... not situation. I'm not making it awkward. So. To fall in love with somebody that's not my partner yeah. on stage. I've been, you know, the past 10, 11 years falling in love with women, which I thought I knew how to do. And I was like, oh my God, am I going to still be able to portray that with Dan or with whoever? And but I, have, I feel I, have, I feel it, it, it does it come across. Does. And definitely yeah, does. it was just, I don't want to you know, camp anything up too much and yeah. play that thing. And I feel like I've, I have found I've, uh, I'm on the line of, because it's still quite a catty character. It's quite, Wiz is quite a catty character. Yeah. So you've got to tread that fine line without being flouncy, camp, and still without being playing true. stereotypes. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't want to play a stereotype. So, but again, I just took stripped it right back and went. This character is in love with this character. What's the difference? Yeah, and that's all I did. But yes, it did. It was on my mind going. Oh my god, I hope I do this well. But yeah, it's been great. It's been, I've really, I've really enjoyed it. You're very good at it, mate. <laughs> Little too good at it, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. How hard is it to fall in love with Oliver every night? I mean, look at it. I said to the other day. Staring at your eyes and not seeing him just then. He's got the most beautiful eyes. Um, no, in all seriousness, it's been wonderful. He's just, well, he's gorgeous. As in Thank inside you. and out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we get lots of comments how how uh, good, good the chemistry is. So, I, I, you know, I just think it's, but like Ollie said, I'm just, I'm just acting, I'm playing, I'm in love with, in this case, it's yeah. Ollie, but I've played straight characters, I've played gay characters before, but it's still just, Playing the truth of being in love with someone, um, and I feel very lucky that he's a, such a good actor. <laughs> he's quite, you are quite pretty as well. Each other. Though, he's very pretty. For someone to assess you, just thinking of the next job. There's one scene <laughs> where he takes his top off, and I'm, but I'm still singing. Uh, I'm <laughs> still singing. So I'm look, I'm, and in this show, we, <laughs> oh, we literally God. look at people in the oh, eyes, God. and I'm looking at them, singing to them. No one's looking at me. <laughs> All the eyes are on. I'm looking at Ollie, like with his Yeah, but what you up. don't realise is I'm taking my top off at the same time. <laughs> I said, well, well, actually, I think. It's a frame. Yeah. <laughs> it's just super, but I've shaded the, in it, with the makeup. <laughs> yeah, all I have all the time. It's all you have there. So let's talk about the set, because it's lovely. I like it. frames. The set. Yeah. 
Yeah, got it from a jumble sale. Told you. Um, no, I, uh, I didn't really. I've, I've worked with PJ before, actually. PJ McAvoy, who designed it all. Um, I did a project with him um, back at college. He, uh, I choreographed a project he, he designed. Um, and PJ's very, I mean, poor guy. The amount of times he was up there doing those projections. Oh, he must have been there for like, he felt like he was there for days. I actually yeah. think, I don't think he really went home over our two day tech. I think he was just there every time he could get in the theatre. He was there from the minute it was yeah. open, trying to just figure stuff out. Because technically, the show needed probably about two weeks tech. It <laughs> did, to yeah. to get everything perfect. And it just, we just didn't have that time. Um, so he was, yeah, worked very hard. Worked very hard. Yeah, yeah. he did. He was br- he's brilliant. He's wonderful. Um, Trying to think what else about the set. Well, we had, had the, set. the set. The set was actually built before I think we even got into rehearsal. So we actually had yeah, bits had of it in, in, the, in room. the rehearsal room. So which never happens. You normally get to tech and go, "What? Those stairs weren't there," <laughs> and they were there. So it was that was nice that we got them with yeah, the doors absolutely. and stuff yeah. like that. And yeah, which is still a challenge now. Like <laughs> the doors moving <laughs> the boxes, boxes. Yeah, we've no, we've got no marks on the stage either. I think we've got yeah. one central mark, and then that's it. Yeah. So you just go in. So you guess oh, it's the black square. <laughs> la, 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 la. And then you're like, that black square, which black square? Because yeah. there's quite a few of them. I think so. I lost my temper in tech at one point because the director's like, you need to stand on that white square. I was like, which one? Oh, it's a checkerboard floor. It's like a chessboard. There are lots of white squares. Which one? And, and when you walk <laughs> off the stairs as well, it's really No, he's not. Like, Daniel's like the nicest man around. Me, I'm, I'm an idiot. So, well, that's. <laughs> Standards, really. See, can't help it. Um, yeah, it's, it's the design's wonderful. It's just been a, it's just been a real interesting journey. Yeah. Dare I say that word? Yeah. But it has been just because of how much we've had to learn, how much yeah. we have had to do in such a short space of time, and then to think, oh my god, and then all of a sudden have this wonderful reception. And like you said, especially from the younger generation. Yeah. I didn't know the show. I knew like a couple of songs from I'm it. I'm saying. But some of them are there mouthing the words, and I'm like, I can't remember my lyric. So please, <laughs> if you could sing it for me. It would help me because they just they just like mouthing away, and then there was like a girl a couple of nights ago who was like. Crying so loud. It's Saturday matinee. Yeah, it's just like. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> shit, I was like, listen, you need to calm down because I'm we, thinking we've still got 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah like, it's going to get worse. <laughs> so you yeah. did a Q and A with Dr. Emily Garside. Mm. Yes. How was that? Do you know what we? Amazing. It was amazing. Wasn't it? Yeah. Because we hang. Was this the? The yeah. This is the one we the did. One you recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was one I didn't. I didn't make. Um, couldn't be bothered. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> I had to get this show, was nice. It so was wasn't lovely. It? I had to get really nice. oh, yeah. No, this show's so difficult that it, yeah. we, I said, "Yeah, I'll do the Q and A." This I was thinking it was for what stage, and we got to the end of the show. I was like, "If you want me in tomorrow, I really need to just go home. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't do this anymore." Um, so, but yeah, the one with uh, that we did a few—it was about a week ago, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It was amazing because we actually, for the first, it wasn't. You know, how, when what was your first job out of college? Well, how do I get into the industry? Billy was it Billy? Oh, Shut up. I thought it, it was. Me. Sorry. We got to talk about the show, and yeah. as actors, we actually hadn't had the time. <laughs> we hadn't talked about we it. Talk, I was, and Laura was saying stuff, and I was like, "Oh, oh that's so funny. That's yeah. I feel this at this point." And it was really lovely to actually talk about our characters and talk about where we are at different points in the show. It was, re- it was really fun, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. It, 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 it's the audience there. Like, and you forget and you forget how much passion you have for the project as well because you're doing it every night and because you know you go on this sort of massive roller coaster of a 43 song show um, it, you you forget that you connect with the people on stage because there's other things behind what we're doing there's other intentions behind what we're doing so yeah, yeah it was a wonderful it was a wonderful type of chat do you have any favourite songs from the show all my solos. <laughs> God, he means that. Yeah, yeah. I love. Truth um, I love um, Four Night Lovers. That's what I was going to say. That. That's my favorite. That's uh, this. Yeah, the four of us get to sing that. It's amazing. Beautiful song. Um, and I, I really didn't because it was really hard. I love our duet at the end. Now we've found yes. it. Um, but that was tough. First couple of weeks, we just we were just screaming each other's faces, and it was really. We're not no, no fault to any, any of us we just didn't know where we were with it and then it settled and I really enjoyed it yeah. and I love that moment now. so yeah I love, to be fair sorry I no every time uh, you didn't mention any song with me in we don't actually that's have that that's rude many. that see rude we don't have any we don't have anything where it's just me and you on honestly stage. we have I'll a little duet we have a little duet don't we we get to we give kiss. Yeah, I try to kiss you most of the time in fairness I thought he was really going in for a kiss one day because we face each yeah. other and he was literally as he was singing I was like oh 
This is a I felt it was an emotion that I needed to portray at the time. Why not? Thank you. Um, <laughs> Have any of you corpsed on stage yet? Oh my All god, never. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I have once I, I definitely know a bit I caught we corpse at each other quite we don't have a lot of time on stage together but I'm going to tell it anyway the champagne, bottle. I don't care. the champagne bottle it's from the future oh my god right. there's a bit where we sing a lyric that goes chop 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 oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel's in the centre giving his you know Ethel Merman out to front <laughs> and then me and Ollie are far apart and there's there's a, there's a rhythmic way that they we sorted it now we sorted it now but at first we were going weeks. like a bull in a china shop because we haven't got a clue we just just there's certain things and also we'd learnt it so quickly it was like mm, oh, let's just go for it chop, then chop, 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 and we chop, just chop, used to catch chop. eyes and that was it just and all i had was his face going <laughs> I was like, as it's looking, just looking, going, going, are you mad? I'm trying to look at you for the timing, and then no, I you don't lie because you should look at me and went. <laughs> like, there's no need. So yeah, we've had we've had that. Yeah. We've I've tried to kiss you sometimes, but you, no, you've been very good with me because normally basically it's all freeze. revolves around Joel. Yeah, <laughs> I can't help it. Um, I tried to stay. How about I try to stay in character? I am in character. <laughs> no, you are. It's just there is nowhere to hide yeah. in this. In a cast this small and in this theatre, you can't hide. Everyone, if you're laughing, people will And see. the kids will do something funny, like poor yes. Elliot sneezed during one of his lines, and that made me chuckle. No. Yeah, he would, and I was like, <laughs> God, he's to deal with that. Like the panda. Have you seen yeah. the baby panda? Babe. Yeah, the baby panda. Yeah, we all, have, we all have little moments, but they're all... It's also a sign that we all get on really well, which is great, because the last thing you want is to do this show in such a close proximity yeah, yeah. and not get on with anyone oh and we God. all really get on which is very surprising yeah, I, I enjoy coming to work I really enjoy coming to work maybe I'm the cast yeah maybe that's right it's yeah. that moustache mate that <laughs> listen tell you I can't even go to the Instagram story like that can I it's just too much so yeah um, are you going to keep it when you finish Absolutely I, not. It is going. Yeah, right, Saturday yeah. night. Don't he, lie. He has to audition with it as well. Oh <laughs> my god, it's so bad, guys. And then I feel like I have to apologise because I've got a tash. Like this is not a fashion choice, everyone. Um, I'm gonna. I don't care. I'm gonna tell the Instagram story. So basically, I had. A, I had. Um, obviously, we go and see fans upstairs, and I had a picture with this with this lovely girl chatting away, and then she sent me the picture, and then a message underneath. Saying, was it from her mum? Yeah, saying <laughs> no, no, it was from her saying, "Oh, my mum's friend contacted contacted my mum because she thought I was being groomed." <gasps> I mean, we're laughing for that. <laughs> it's not a laughing. Matter. I was wearing my North Face jacket with this cash <laughs> on. And I was going, "Just having a picture with someone." Like, but I was like, "Thank you." When it's not the rest of the costume, it yeah, doesn't. Do you make know sense. what I mean? I was like, "Cool." When you don't look like Ron Burgundy, yeah, when, or a fat Walt Disney, either way. <laughs> So yeah, that was that was thrilling for my time. Well, that so. is really funny. Yeah. Nice. And I hear you've got a little charity concert co- gala performance. Do you know what I'm doing? Could have done more songs. Got to bring your rest. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We do. Both gala performance for Mad Trust. Yes, yes but it's on the 11th, isn't it? We don't know many. Gloria Winkleman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, so you'll find out what happens. We don't know anything about it. We know nothing about it. We just get told that it's going on. We're like, oh, cool. Really excited. Great. I don't know what it is. Haven't got a clue. for Mad Trust. Yeah, and anything for Mad Trust. Yeah. 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 Well, we've all been involved in things for Mad Trust yeah. before. So. Have you done Wednesday Bears? Uh, this one definitely. I know has. you have. Yeah. Um, I, obviously, I should be doing Wednesday Bears. Um, you should be doing Wednesday Bears. I did Western Eurovision. If they ask you to get your kit off next year, would you do it? I mean, listen, you know. We did this year, didn't we? Yeah, we nearly tried to do a bit of a double act, actually. Yeah, it's been quite funny. Yeah. yeah, sort of a French and Saunders sort. Of <laughs> we should do down. that. You know, we should do that. Get in touch. Yeah, Make it happen. No, yeah. We, I mean, Matt anything for Mad, but anything for Mad Trust, especially with this show in particular. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. the perfect sort of thing. Calendar. Oh, oh we the calendar. calendar. Yes. Oh, Our yeah. company manager sat over in the corner going, "The calendar. calendar. The calendar. calendar. Yeah, we're doing that on Friday, yeah. aren't we? We're doing that on Friday. Yeah. So yeah. you are getting your kit off. Yeah, I'm getting my kit off. You've got your kit off before. I've seen it. I I have. Many shut up, have you? Yeah, seen that? Yeah, you Absolutely know. not. I need, I need to. I see used that. to have it on my bedroom wall. <laughs> <laughs> Laminated. No, <laughs> oh, this is going on after half now. Yes. <laughs> no. Who cares? Why not? Have you still got that, Joseph Kurt? Yeah. In fact, I did a cabaret 
earlier this year in April. You wear it backstage, don't no, you? No, but I bought out the dressing gown and talked about it. And I said, I've not put this on. And I couldn't do it up. It's, I was like, oh, God. You can now. But now I can. Yeah, because you went on a really, you went on a really short diet at the beginning, didn't mm. you? I did as well. It's called a seafood diet. So yeah. um, but you see, always, always there. Straight in. How about a couple of seconds ago, we were being really serious. I know. But now. <laughs> right, I get it. It's yeah. like the show though, isn't it? Yeah. Laughter, laughter, laughter. Yeah, Right, well I'm gonna go and let you get ready while I uh, go and talk to the girls. Thanks. Oh. Hello there. Hello. Hello. So I've just had the boys and now I've got the girls. Oh. Here it comes. I've been more excited about meeting you two though, to be fair. You said I that to the boys, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, they're very. It's alright. <laughs> we, we get it. It's fine. <laughs> so how are you both? Yeah. Good. Oh, I'm still alive. Yeah. yeah. Still going? Yeah, yeah. just. Are we, what, are we halfway through? Over halfway. Oh, just over halfway, I think. I think we've got five weeks left, including this week. So, it's sort it's of. It's a long run. Yeah, it's, it's been ages, but it's felt like five minutes. It's it's like really strange. Sometimes it feels like it's gone on forever, and then sometimes it feels like mm. it's like just only started. I know. I know, yeah. But sort of been through so much with it already. Yeah. you sort of feel like we've been doing it forever yeah. <laughs> as yeah. well. Yeah. And have you enjoyed it? Absolutely. Mm. God, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, the characters are amazing. So you get to sort of... Well, it's a real it's a real grower. I, I can't speak for your part, but Trina certainly is like, you know, it's like being in a relationship with someone, you learn more and more about them as the show keeps going on. And So even now I'll be doing a show and I'll go, oh, that's what that means, you know, and it's it's... It's lovely for that because the lyrics are so intricate at places and so bizarre in places as well that you sort of, you're constantly making sense of them and sometimes it's a new sense of them. You know, one night you go, oh, I'm going to try something new with that and it's sort of very giving in that way, the piece. And you hear it over the tannoy for, for me because I get to sit in that one and not, well, and prepare, obviously. I was about to say not do anything, but I prepare, I work very hard. And, yeah. you, and you hear, like, you'll hear Laura, you'll, Laura will just flip something on its head vocally, or like leave something to it, and we'll go, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and it's, it's been five weeks of me and Gemini Jones going, ooh, ah, oh, it's different. Like, and it is, it's like a, it's a proper show for that, isn't it? Different every yeah. night. It's never, it's never the same. It's never, nothing's ever, I mean, I don't sing an eighth as much as as most Paul or has to, but it's never it, it it never feels sung in. It never feels like this is how I sing the role. This is how I do this part, and this is how this is where the light is and the shade. You just because we're a small cast or an intimate cast, so we kind of like there's nothing not to enjoy about that. We go on every mm. night, and everyone's always doing something yeah. different. It's very so. exposing as well. So you can't just go on to autopilot. Mm. You just sort of Ollie and I. Um, Ollie, who plays Wizard, you've just spoken to. Um, we sort of start the show at the beginning, and we're in the wings, and we're waiting to go on, and we just look at each other every night, even now, and we go, I don't know if we're going to get through this. And obviously we do, but it feels like such a marathon, the show, at the beginning. You can't think about it. You just sort of go out, and it happens, and it keeps going, whether you want to keep going with it or not. It does, because the whole thing is sung through. But at the beginning of the show, it feels like the tallest mountain to climb and you know and it's almost like at the end of every show you're like thank you very much you know because <laughs> well it, it feels like you've run a marathon and what is it that drives you then to get through and how, how do you get through it um <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's louis in the dressing room louis in the dressing room yeah he no, gets us through it my dog um how do we get through the show um well we come in Oh, uh, well, I can't tell you. Like, uh, what's weird is that at one, you you become very aware that you're the only woman on stage. Yeah. So you're vocally, so yeah. you can't you can't if you're feeling a bit rough, you can't duck out and hope that another female vocal will help you out because she won't because she doesn't exist at that point. <laughs> so when these girls come on in that too, you're like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> sort of like female solitude, sort of feeling, and it's um, solidarity and it's lovely and. Um, uh, so yeah, I think you don't think about it. You just keep going, and you just um, you try and be as present as possible. I think the minute you start to think, what the next what, what the next words, what what's happening next, you're gone. You're lost. You just have to. It really is as easy as listening and reacting. I know that's a cliche acting thing, but it is. It's that easy. And the minute you decide that that's what you're going to do. It works and it happens. So, because the show's sung through as well, I think if you 
if you do drop something, there isn't there isn't a rest, there isn't um there isn't a change of patter to to sort of go, okay, that song's finished, I've got a little minute now to check in with where my voice is at and I'll go into this scene. There isn't it leaves you behind and if you if you don't cling on then it's just gonna go off anywhere without you. So you've kind of got to like keep sharp with it, haven't mm. you? And I think it also I think it was you that was saying it, wasn't it? That it's like doing two different shows. It's not actually like one because they are very different pieces yeah. and they work together tremendously well but it's like like your your journey in Act 1 is so worlds away from Act 2 yeah and well, I think they're all like that two years have passed as well yeah. so and in that time obviously she's well, she gets married in Act 1 but you know people change a lot in, in two years especially after we see her going Trina going through the sort of her husband leaving her in Act 1 and then you know two years later she's calmer and she's more at ease and that's nice to play in that two, it's um, sort of you breathe a bit more in that two. You don't breathe at all in that one, <laughs> literally, <laughs> as well as figuratively. Yeah. yeah. So like, let's mention the L word. You're playing a lesbian. Oh, I was like, which L word? Which one? There's so many. Um, yes, <laughs> I'm playing a lesbian. In a pair of dungarees. How comfy are they? I right. So these dungarees have become. Uh, they're a bit of an obsession of mine now, and I've gone out and bought a pair of cord dungarees. Have they're you? not pink because I'm not that brave. Not as brave <laughs> as Cordelia. But I do. People ask me like, they're like, the first thing is, I really love the show. I did. I knew nothing about it. I was really excited to see it, and oh my god, everyone's so amazing. And and then the third question or the third comment is always, where did you get your dungarees? <laughs> <laughs> I think a girl came came one night in, in the dungarees. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I, I'm for that movement, big Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's. But I was brilliant. talking to Oliver earlier about playing gay characters and whether you felt a responsibility. Um, How's it been for you? I'm quite. I, I'm very very open, and I've I've been brought up in a wonderfully sort of um, accepting family, and I've, and I I've always felt like you know love is love, you love whoever, yeah. and I'd never. I'd never stop to think about it in such binary terms as uh, I'm a straight person playing uh, a gay character. I don't think of it like that. I just, my character happens to love a woman. And that's honestly, organically, yeah. how I feel about it. And it's um, it's been a real shocker, a positive shocker for me and Gemma to come out of the stage door every night and nearly always there will be um, a, a young couple or, or a young woman on their own saying, I've never seen real women represented on stage who love the way that I love like in this way that it's it's so there's so not many things out there at the minute bits of art that um, bits of musicals <laughs> like that that kind of you know really really shine a light on the fact that love is everywhere and we're not all you know kind of cliched versions of what you imagine a lesbian to be everyone is normal and it's and it is it's just we fight and we bicker and we're not perfect and that happens on stage and we get to show that and the feedback from audiences has been amazing that they're just happy to see themselves represented and I think it's mm. the same with with a woman that's been left or with two men or, or even like a young boy that's kind of going what is going on with my life what is my family my family's not you know, the, the way that I expected them to look. And I think that the good thing about this show is that every kind of love is, is represented. But I, yeah, I'm having a whale of a time. I love it. Mm. <laughs> the fan base is interesting, yeah. isn't it? Because the fan base of the heavily, very, um, are girls that sort of 18, 19, quite young girls, and that they take up the majority of the fan base. And yeah. that, uh, it's extraordinary and, and, um, and, and lovely, and they're so supportive. But they're, it's, it's interesting. I always say to them, what, Tell me why you love, you know, why you love this piece and why you, you're such a fan of it. And they often just say, well, it's just, it's the characters. Like, they they can connect to one or or, or three or all of them. And um, and because they're they're flawed people. Like, I think every single character in the show has something to hate about them. As I think everybody in life does. I mean, yeah. no one walks around perfect. Um, I don't. I'm horrifically flawed, and and I think that is something that we go. It's okay to be flawed. It's, it's, that's not. That's normal. It's yeah. human. And we yeah. all have them. And um, but in the end, um, love is is the actual the the thing that matters. You know. I think it's the it is and it is in 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 some way. I'll go as far as to say it's kind of the it's it is a bit of a super objective behind every scene behind every character. We're all looking to understand the love that we feel or to, to change mm. to change what the love means to in, in our relationship like it's it is it's so human and I, I, I'm just pleased that 
I got to play opposite Gemini Jones as well, who's a woman with both young mums. So we've already got like this crazy connection that kind of has nothing to do with our characters and we would we just did that from day one and I feel so comfortable with her and I'm glad that that comes across and we're all comfortable with each other aren't mm. we we've got amazing amazing standbys we've got two brilliant standbys and we all share dressing rooms and mm, yeah. one of them is our social secretary Matt McKenna and he, <laughs> d- he d- organizes all the darts all the bingo and then Tash is just there being a rock and baking for everyone all the time so it's just <laughs> pretty awesome actually like it's a good mm. family it's vibe isn't it? it's a tiny family it is a tiny family <laughs> yeah. it's a tiny one by the way so you've worked with Joel before yes yeah. so was it nice to be reunited yeah he's I was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh no I was just I knew because the thing is the minute Joel walks into a company you know that you can't get away with anything he's so funny and he makes jokes out of everything he makes light out of everything but he's just hilarious. And you mean you, yeah, you, he's great. you had crash course in Joel Montague, didn't so you? Yeah. <laughs> we were just thrown together, and thank God we just sort of fell in love with each other. But um, he was, it. you know, it was sad to lose Matt halfway through rehearsals. And um, but we we gained Joel, and he's such an asset to the show. And I love working with him. He really just keeps us happy sane. and light yeah. and sane. And well, not always sane, but yeah, like yeah. you know, just. He's he's just great. He's a great company member. Yeah. yeah, and he's he's always like previously like that's what I took away from working with him the first time was that he was a great company member. And obviously, I mean, gosh, it feels like ages ago that he joined. Like it, again, it's, it's time frame on this musical has been yeah. odd. Well, I've got married like, halfway yes, through, so oh, wow, congratulations! Yeah. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So, how, are you gonna miss it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. One hundred percent. I will miss. I'll miss the character. I um, yeah, I think she's just fantastic in every way. <laughs> I just adore playing her. So I will miss it. It's it's a really exhausting show. It's the hardest show ever done. Um, so it doesn't mean that your you you know your your day is all about building up to doing the show. Um, and it's a very emotional show. So it it you know it takes a toll on you as a person and physically and mentally and emotionally and vocally and it's really demanding so it will be nice to have a rest when we finish but um, I will miss it yeah a lot everybody and the show that's quite I didn't really because I'm a a big Pip Wolford fan and always have been but like I didn't realise how hard because you played so many prolific roles I didn't realise how how hard it was for you because I think Mm. I just see you as superhuman but it is a massive massive like yeah. arc of a person isn't it you have to do everything yes, and you don't think it's going I remember think, not walking into the job thinking it was going to be as difficult as it was um, but it's a challenge and, and like I said that thing every night when we go how are we going to get through this are we going to survive it really does feel like I've accomplished something after every single show <laughs> it really yeah. is like I did it I did it <laughs> and, and, and I don't always have that on every show you know but this I do because it is like conquering a huge mountain yeah Let's talk about Tara. The boys are very complimentary about her. Yeah. How's it been for you working with? She's been amazing, and she has, you know, along the way faced so many different things, and like, you know, losing a cast member, and she was really so brilliant at not letting it phase her, and therefore it didn't phase us, and um, at creating this really great company. Um, Her spirit the whole way through was amazing. Um, every day, you know, you just felt, okay, well, she's okay, so yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. Okay, well, she's okay, then we can be okay. And I think that's so valuable in in a director. Um, and yeah, she's just been she's just been great. And we didn't have enough time to put the show on. Yeah. <laughs> it was so quick, four weeks, and really the four weeks could have been done just learning music. Yeah. Um, but we then had to, you know, learn the music and put the show on, and she did it. And we had two days to tech it. And she did it. Yeah, I don't know how she did that. That was, that was mad. We all went, have you seen the schedule? <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to happen, is it? And it happened. It and it happened with no shouting, no crosswords, no like like lost breaks, like nothing. Everything yeah. went... Silliness still existed yeah. within the tech. It was yeah. all... And she's... Yeah. I think she's a human as well. She's a real humanist of a, of a person. She never... A lot of directors I've I've had the privilege of working with before are fantastic with poker faces, and that's mm. great. But what I've seen, which is fresh for me, 
in a relationship with a director is somebody that does not her emotions completely unbridled maybe it's because she has an extensive performance even herself but she just if she's upset or if she's feeling the scene she just like lets it out and if she thinks something's funny she's the loudest laugh in the room mm -hmm. and that that kind of like feedback which is so generous and so like unaware is really like quite rare actually to come across and especially in somebody that you know had this mountain to climb and we just sort of felt like we were all doing it together and she trusted us as well didn't she, yeah, she probably did. a bit too much because I, <laughs> yeah there were times where I went on and went why did she let me get away with doing that but she just kind of cast the people that she believed in and I think it's worked yeah she went with her gut on pretty yeah. much everything I think yeah um, yeah. And has it surprised you how, I mean, part of the show was written 40 years ago and how it still seems to resonate? Was that a shock? Well, I think it, I think it rightly still resonates in a, in a different way. Yeah. In a, I actually think it's a piece of history, you know, that we deal with the AIDS crisis in Act 2. Um, I think what was amazing was that I, you know, even I, I'm an 80s baby, um, but... I didn't, I sort of researched it a lot doing this show and I saw some horrific pictures and I knew about the AIDS crisis but I didn't really know about it and it's sort of been quite hard hitting to, to see those images and, and work through that and understand what it would have been to go through, you know, how, how it was, how it developed, how, you know, they didn't know what it was and, and how suddenly it just started killing off all these men and I just think that awareness has certainly been heightened for me. Um, and also, I think the idea of the dysfunctional family that we have in this piece is still very much relevant, more relevant, is very much very relevant today. But what's fascinating today is that we are so much more accepting of um, same-sex parents. So, you know, a kid at school that has two mums and two dads is now acceptable. It should have always been acceptable, but now we see it, we see it more and more and it's becoming, yeah, that's just, that's just what it is. Um, and that, it wouldn't have been the case in 1979, and especially as a Jewish, a Jewish woman um, whose husband leaves her for another man. I mean, that would have been utterly destroying for her and the shame that it would have brought on her family and dealing with that. And I just hope that now, if we dealt with it, it wouldn't be so hard hitting to us. Um, but it still is, in, it still is, unfortunately, and, um, and it's still something that we're dealing with, I think. So I think we've, we've definitely advanced, but we've still got a way to go. Well, what do you hope an audience is going to take away from it when they come and watch it? Everything. <laughs> 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 no, it's, it's, I mean, I, I have to say, like, our audiences, small, large, quiet, loud, they've all you f you feel it when you've got an audience you can you go out and you you know within a second if they're with you if they're listening if they take it if they're open and something amazing about this show is the way it somehow manages to open up people whether they want to be opened up or not and i couldn't wish for the like any better fans fan base support network people that come and they are shocked at how moved they are i've had that so many times with um friends and friends of friends and work friends that have come in and gone i came in i didn't know what i was expecting i kind of heard about it on broadway but now it's here and i thought oh i'll give it a go because you guys are in it and oh my god like i can't like i'm so emotional i need to go and think about it and you know theatre isn't always about emotion but it's a it's a bloody good start at getting across really important points uh, that the writers want you to feel. Swore, I said, oh, it's bloody swear words still. Yeah, it is. is it? It's alright. Daniel said far worse post, earlier. Post watershed. Post watershed. <laughs> <laughs> you have to wear this past nine fifteen. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It, it is. You know, it, it, it's having the impact, and I think it's getting the feedback that is just that you are a little bit changed, and that you hold a memory, and that you go away maybe thinking about your relationships and how important they are, and how how to be accepting. Mm. I think is the main thing. Mm. Is that accepting you know each other and accepting the people that you love and they're not always going to be perfect and if you can give people a little bit mm. of a chance to reflect then that's that's a good good job done tell them a story yeah you'll laugh until you cry and you'll cry until you laugh some basically. people ugly cry and it's brilliant because oh, we all ugly cry <laughs> oh we had saturday oh you were there but we oh, had saturday no. and uh, one girl uh from holding to the ground onwards if you know the show so it's about two-thirds of the way into act two and um 
It was the loudest cry. Gone, gone, <laughs> she gone. I've never heard you like it. Like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, but that's Second what row, you the audience were going, oh, is she okay? <laughs> and we all came off stage and we're like, well, I don't think we need to stop the show because the girls just, you know, breaking our heart was breaking. And um, so then Aww. you can imagine at the end of the show, it was just uh, uncontrollable. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to say, it's okay, okay. That's yeah, it's not real. That's awesome. That's the thing about the other palace as well. It's such an intimate venue that you really do see everything. If someone falls asleep, you know, not that everyone has it <laughs> yeah. on this show. But oh, I've seen a few. <laughs> yes, but you know, like it's, you can see everything and everyone. Really and you know when people are really getting it and you know when people are a bit like, well, what's happening? <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's, it, it's so much fun. And you've both spent a bit of time touring and out of London. Is it nice to be back? Yeah. I love, yeah, I always love being in London. Yeah. I love my own bed. <laughs> love my own bed. Oh, yeah, for sure. I had a choice. Yeah. I can meet, so I'm sort of just outside London. So my, my day is mainly about are the trains on time? What will the trains do? And um, by the time I get here, I've already been through like a four-part <laughs> opera of like actual like <laughs> emotion of like please be on time yeah. um but mm. i love london i love i have to be very because i'm a young mum i have to be very careful about what i take because it has to justify me being away from my baby yeah. and not putting him to bed six nights out of seven um so when i choose things i choose carefully and you know this is the beating heart of london this is a venue i've always wanted to work at um i've worked with this woman a few times and i wanted to work with her properly and that's been a tick in the box as well. So like, I just, mm -hmm. you know, it has to tick a lot of boxes and yeah. it's definitely, definitely going to be one to miss. I Take a bite and see if all your friends agree. It's really happy.